0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Greater Than Podcast. My name's Elijah Merle. so honored and blessed you took out the time to join us again today. You know the purpose of this podcast by now. You can tell me by now if you've been faithfully listening. It's First John 4, 4, says, We are of God, little children, and have already overcome them, for greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. We want to talk about what's going on in the world and culture and approach it from a biblical perspective to find and remind ourselves that greater is he on the inside of us than he that is in the world Today, I wanna talk about belief and behavior. That's the title of this one, belief and behavior. I want to give a shout out to everybody listening, whether you're listening in the States. We got people in Virginia. We got people in Washington. We've got people in, uh, man, South Carolina. We've got New Mexico's has, has listened to the podcast. We've got people in Zimbabwe, uh, Ireland. We just want to give a shout out to you. Thank you. So thankful that you're uh, clicking play and that you're joining in to what the Lord is doing here. Man, I tell you what, it's just, it's only going to get greater and better from here, man. I'm telling you, we're getting better and better every day. You know, one thing I say often over myself when I think about it is that every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. That's a good confession to make over yourself. I believe in the power of positive confession. I'm getting a little Joe Lowsteen on you, but I do believe in the power of positive confession. Um, Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. It's a good thing to say over yourself. Today, I want to talk about belief and behavior. And, um, well, I want to start in Ephesians two, uh, verse eight through nine, Ephesians two, eight through nine, belief and behavior for by grace, You've been saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you so much for us being joined together this way through the podcast. I ask, Lord, that you speak through me. I can't say anything good that would bring us up, that would take us to a new level. I can, of my own self, do none of that. But thank God for your spirit, for your anointing that can take us to that next level in you. Father, we ask that you speak beyond me. As the very oracles of God to bring us to a place of change and a place of joy and a place of revelation by your spirit in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys. So we just read there, by grace, you've been saved, right? Very famous passage of scripture uh, through faith. Not of yourselves, it, talking about this this salvation, this gift of grace, is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. But here's something I'm going to tell you that may shock you from based on what I just read. But here we go. Nonetheless, your belief determines where you spend eternity. Your behavior determines how you spend eternity. I'm going to say it again. Your belief determines where you spend eternity. Your behavior determines how you spend eternity. Good godly Miss Molly, man. Shout out to little Richard. Now, let, now the Bible talks about whether you realize it or not, the Bible teaches, and I'm going to show it to you as I always love to do. The Bible teaches that God will reward every man according to his work. Elijah, but I thought you just read that by grace, we're saved through faith and it's not of works. Well, What are you talking about? Just stay with me. Track with me. That's why I purposefully read that scripture first, because I want to tackle this uh, and I want us to look at it in scripture. And glean this truth that's there about what God does and how belief and behavior are very important. All right, let's read some scriptures. Let's read some scriptures. Uh, Ecclesiastes 12, verse 14. It says, for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Revelations 20 verse 13, it says the sea gave up the dead who were in it and death and Hades really Hades, by the way, is the place of departed souls. I know people refer to it as hell. Obviously, I understand that. But if you really if you study it out literally means the place of departed souls. That's where they go reserved for the great white throne judgment is what it's reserved for. And it says that the sea gave up the dead that were in them, death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged each one, each one according to his works. I can hear somebody right now. Well, that's talking about unbelievers. Okay, all right, sure. First Peter one seventeen. then, watch this. And if you call on the father, We've got a podcast called Knowing God as Your Father. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, con- conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here. Stay here where? On the earth, in fear or in reference. In reverence. That's first Peter 1:17. And I'll be breathing out of the New King James to, in case you're wondering. Now Let's look at Jesus Talk about this For a little bit Matthew 16 27 Now we just read If you call on the Father How many of y'all Call on the Father I feel like That most of you guys Listening Call on the Father And if you And if you haven't yet Man we got a podcast Called Being Born Again What does it mean We got a podcast About um Once saved Always saved We got resources Where you can learn About salvation And learn about that Well Elijah Why don't you do it Right here and now In the podcast Well I, I, I I totally could And I believe in that But I'd rather you as a listener, if you don't, if you have questions about your salvation, I'd rather you go to a podcast that specifically talks about your salvation and about what does it mean? Being born again, what does it mean? I recommend that. And then once saved, always saved in that order. Being born again, what does it mean? Once saved, always saved next. All right. Uh, That's what I recommend for you because this podcast right here is talking to, I'm talking to believers I'm talking to us and I'm challenging us to know that there are rewards Now, once again, your belief determines where you spend eternity. Once you believe that Jesus is Lord, you believe that God raised him from the dead, you're saved. That determines where you spend eternity. But your behavior, your works that you do after that salvation determines how you'll spend eternity. Let's keep reading. Matthew 16, 27. For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Revelation 22, verse 12. Jesus is talking again. And behold, I am coming quickly. Watch this. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. It's all up and down through here, man. It's all up and down in scripture. According to his works. Rewarding according to their works. According to their works. Well, Elijah, what does this all mean? Well, we're going to dig into it and we're going to really... Unpack this first. Point number one is belief and behavior. Point number one is also the title of the podcast belief and behavior. Your belief determines where you spend eternity. Your behavior determines how you spend eternity. My spiritual father says it like this. Our righteousness is not based on our works, but our reward is. I'm gonna say that again. Our righteousness is not based on our works, but our reward is is. You know, there's rewards in heaven. I feel like a lot of people, you know, if they really knew that there was a reward, they would live their life a little bit differently if they knew and had a uh, the the knowledge of a reward that's waiting for them that, that could be theirs. Point number two, the judgment seat of Christ. Point number two, the judgment seat of Christ. 2 John 1 verse 8 says, look to yourselves. This is important. Because we're not looking to someone else You know I feel like a lot of times people feel like They're inadequate I'm gonna have um I had to say it like this. People feel like they're inadequate, that they don't bring a lot to the table because they're not at a level of a Mike Todd, who's a pastor of a church called Transformation Church in Oklahoma. Uh, They're not a caliber. They're not to that level or they're not to a level of a Stephen Furtick at Elevation Church or a Joel Osteen even. Uh, They feel like they're not not there yet. So they're like, well, I can't do that. Or if they're writing books, they don't feel like they're to the level of an acclaimed author that's been doing it for many years. They're like, "I I don't know what I can bring to the table. Or if they're writing songs, They're like, well, I'm no Israel Holton, you know, so they don't want to do They 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 shy away from it. I'm no, I'm no, um, man, who else we got in music? I'm no, there's so many. I'm no Martha Menizzi, or I don't know what you guys listen to, but there's all these different songwriters that are around that people don't want to write songs because of that. I'm no John Mayer. I mean, because y'all be listening to John Mayer. Don't be adding all all saved and snooty. Y'all be listening to John Mayer, some of y'all. Y'all got that Keep Sweat, some of my older listeners, y'all listen to that Keep Sweat still. Y'all be humble. Y'all see that, Teddy Riley? Anyway, never mind. That's another story. But anyway, we see people like this, and we feel like, man, I could never be like that. But but John said, look to yourself. In other words, look to what? Watch, be watchful over yourself, what God has called you to do. He said in 2 John 1, verse through 8, it says, look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for. But that we may receive a full reward. Now, if there's such a thing as a full reward, then there's such a thing as a partial reward. And then there's such a thing as no reward. If there's such a thing as a full reward, we've got to look to ourselves. We've got to be in guard with ourselves. We've got to watch ourselves so that we do not lose those things that we work for, that we can receive a, a full reward. Uh, Revelation 14, 13 says this. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, "Write. blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. From now on, yes, says the spirit. They rest from their labors, remember that, and their works follow them. Did you know that your works will follow you past the grave? Your works will follow you past the grave. The things that you've done in this world will follow you past the grave, whether good or bad, and I want this to be sober, and I want you to think I want you to be like, okay, well, what am I doing what what have I been a part of? what am I?" Uh, How am I serving the Lord? How am I stewarding well the gifts that God's put in my life? Because I'm telling you, there is a reward that waits you. Don't try to wait until it's at this perfect place. You've got something now in your hand. You've got something now that's uh, attached to the breakthrough, that's attached to rewards in this life and in the life to come, especially is what we're talking about. Now, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10 says this, we must all... All. I remember one time my spiritual father brought up a story about how his friend was studying the word all. And he looked it up in the Greek and he looked it up in the Hebrew. He looked it up in all these different things and he studied it. And I think he may have studied abroad. He may have been going to different places to learn about the background of the story all. And when he came back to my spiritual father, my spiritual father was like, hey, how was that study? How did it go? Well, he said, well, I've come to find out and realize is that all means all. That's what he found out is that all means all. So when he says we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, we've got to remember that. And once again, let me say it like this. During my time when I was with the Pearsons and I felt like the Lord was calling me to do something else and and, and to be a part of another ministry, my time was winding down there at the internship. I didn't know that they were going to cancel the internship, but my time was running down there, had an amazing time serving them. They were so patient, so kind to me. I'm so thankful for them. Man, I'm so thankful for the staff, Everybody, such a great team. Now, the time was nearing completion there and I was leaving and I was kind of like, I didn't want to feel, I felt like I'd let them down if I left. Now, I didn't know that they were going to end the internship. And I'm going to talk about this story again with Matt Faye. Uh, I think I already talked about it. I think you guys may have already heard it by now. But anyway, um, I felt like I was going to let them down if I just left. So, uh, this, and that was a lie of the enemy, by the way. That's just how the enemy works. God had it all set up. There were some things that needed to, to maneuver and needed to change. And you can look up uh, Pearson's Ministries and by all means, listen to them. Listen to what they have, man. They got some good top-notch revelation, man. I've learned most of the things that I teach. I learned from them and I learned from my spiritual father and others as well. So you want to listen to them and they'll tell you like the story of what progressed and because they were in Texas at the time and now they're in Colorado for the concept context of that story, look them up. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. All right. So I felt like I was going to let them down. That was a, that was a lie, though. But one thing the Lord spoke to me and said to me in my heart during this time is that, Elijah, when you stand before that, that throne on that judgment day, Jeremy and Sarah are not going to be in that room. I'm pausing for effect. We have got to stand before the Lord for ourselves and be judged according to our works for ourselves and by ourselves. Young people, mommy and daddy are not going to be in that room with you. You feel like you're called to do something? Start where you are. I'm not telling you to dishonor your parents. You always honor your mother and father. But I'm saying at the same time, you got to remember they're not going to be there. Your boyfriend is not going to be there. Your girlfriend is not going to be there. Your wife's not going to be there. Your husband's not going to be there. It's going to be you and the Lord and you'll have to give an account of your works. So we've got to make sure that what we're doing is in accordance to what God has placed us and graced us to do. I know this is sobering, but I'm telling you, if you get the revelation of it, you'll rejoice. You'll be happy here in, um, Second Corinthians, we just read it. I'm going to read it again. We must all, every single one of us, appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each may receive the things done, watch this, in the body, or in other words, done here on earth, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. That sounds just like Ecclesiastes 12, 14. Sounds exactly like that, just in the New King James. Now, or excuse me, in the New Testament is what I meant to say. Now, once again, we are not judged for our sins. We got to remember that. Jesus already took our judgment, but we are judged by our works. You either receive a full reward, a partial reward, or you lose a reward. First Corinthians three ten through 15 tells us this, according to the grace of God, this is Paul talking, of course, according to the grace of God that was given to me. That's important that you remember that he said, this is what was given to me, not what was given to Steve, not what was given to Shaquita and them. This is the grace that was given to me. As a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Christ Jesus. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, hay, wood, uh, straw, Each one's work will become clear for the day. Notice the day, that word day, the D is capital. He's talking about that great judgment day. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test test each one's work, each one of what sort it is. And if anyone's work, which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. Come on, man, we got to get excited and become more conscious, uh, have a more of a awareness is a better word I want to use. Have an awareness of the reward that lies ahead that that's available for you to have, that you will receive a reward. And if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet so as through fire so i'm not like i said your belief determines where you spend eternity this person that he's talking about right here this judgment is that uh, is the judgment seat of christ that we've all got to stand before he's still saved even though some people won't receive the reward though cuz your behavior determines how you spend eternity it determines the reward that word reward is it, it's telling us that this is something over and above personal salvation and um you know, in Matthew 25, it talks about the story of the talents, and this is all through in the Gospels. Uh, I believe it's in Matthew, and I know it's in Matthew and Luke. I'm not sure about Mark, but this parable of the talents pops up. And um, it says in Matthew 25, verse 20 through 23, that he he that received five talents, because remember, the, the master came and he gave unto one five talents, unto one two talents, and to one one talent and uh, you got to remember that the Bible says that God gave it to them according to their ability. You see that? So the gift that God's given you is according to your ability. So don't feel bad that you don't have the, the five talents that someone else maybe has. This applies to me with the podcast. I'm not feeling down because uh, let's use someone who's younger. Let, oh, Sadie Robinson. I'm not, let, I'm not let down because her podcast is, has more listeners than me. Or let's use somebody else who does ministry stuff, kind of more so like I do, who's straight up word, the, the word. Uh, I'm not sad that, that uh, Michael Todd, I've mentioned him before. I'm not sad that his podcast is blooming and, and, and doing well. Or someone else any, anyone that you that you may listen to or you may know about, I'm not no because I got to do it according to the, what's been given to me, and all I, and what I have, all I have is is all I need. I got to do it according to what God's placed in my life. You know the Bible says that he that received five talents came and he brought back five other talents, and he said, "Lord, you delivered me five talents. Look, I've gained five more talents besides them." And the Lord said to him, "Well done, good and faithful servant. You were." faithful over a few things and I'll make you ruler over many things, enter into the joy of the Lord. Now notice this, he says the same thing to the guy with two talents. And of course we know what ha- what happened with the guy with one, but he said the exact same thing to the guy with two talents. Why is that? Because the Bible says that according to their labor. No, oh, come on now in first Corinthians three, he was talking about according to each one's labor. Now, what we got to remember here, God does not reward his servants according to the quote unquote success of their labor. He rewards them according to the faithfulness of their labor. Oh, my goodness. This is why right now the podcast is a success. Man, I had someone who texted me. We had a podcast that we did with Reverend Dustin Martin called um, Three Benefits of Speaking in Tongues. I had someone who texted me like, can I call you? We talked on the phone And they were so excited And they told me he said Well when, when we got to that part Where Dustin lead, led everyone in a prayer To receive the Holy Spirit That they went into their closet They put their hand on their chest Like du- Reverend Dustin Martin told us to and, and instructed us to They took a deep breath in All of a sudden The Spirit of God fell on them They started speaking in another tongue Their um, spouse came in And was wondering well, What's wrong with you? Why are you crying? And they said well, I finally got it I finally received the Holy Spirit They were receiving They were speaking in a new tongue It, it happened in a supernatural way That right there, my friend, that right there is what the Lord will reward. He will reward Reverend Dustin Martin for leading us in that prayer. And he'll reward me for having Dustin on. Do you see what this is? This is reward. This is what success, God's definition of success, really more so faithfulness. Because faithfulness will produce fruitfulness. The faithful are the ones who will flourish. And you've heard me say that before, but the faithful are the ones who will flourish. This is true success. That The true success that people text me and say, uh, people text me and they'll say, I-, I listened to the podcast and I got revelation on something that I didn't really see before. I saw that in a different light. Why? This is what it's talking about. I'm not judging my podcast based on someone else's podcast who's been around longer than me, who has better connections than me, or anything of that nature. I'm not judging them on that. Thank God for the five talents that he's given them. I'm taking these two talents or even one talent and I'm doing what I can with it. I'm being faithful to steward it well, because I know that God does not reward what the world calls quote unquote success. He rewards a faithful laborer. Ooh, that's pretty good. Point number three, as we begin to wrap it up, the great white throne judgment, the great white throne judgment. I know a lot of you, by the way, on that talents thing, don't bury your talent. Don't bury it. Do something with it. Write the book. I'm telling you, do the thing. You've got time now. you got time to look at some things. And like I said, I've said some of these things before to you, but I want to encourage you again because there's a reward on the other end of this. Uh, you're not just called to go in church and listen to a good message and like, man, that was fine, that was fire. No, you're called, that is your place to get equipped It's for the equipping of the saints so you can do the work of the ministry. And that work of the ministry, God is not unjust to forget that labor of love and he will reward you. For it. In this life, yes, but also, more importantly, in the life to come. We see it all throughout Scripture. The great white throne judgment. Uh, Revelation 20, verse 11 through 13. He says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, whose face the earth and heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books, plural, were open, and another book, singular, was open, which is the book of life. So what is the other books? What are the the plural? What's, What's up with those books? And the dead were judged according to their works, watch it now, by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death in Hades, the place of departed souls, delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. Now, here's what I got to say. We don't fully understand what happens with those who go uh, to the place of departed souls. We don't fully understand that. People say, well, you know, they're all going to go to hell. Well, um, and people say that this is written to talk about those who have, um, who have you know, not accepted Jesus. Here's what I'm going to say about that. And I'm not going to talk about it much because really basically because of what I'm about to say. We don't fully understand this. I have gotten to a place where I'm not trying to put anybody in hell because I don't understand fully. I don't understand everything about heaven. We're not told everything about heaven. I don't understand everything fully about Hades and how it works and how this place. But I do know this. They're going to be judged according to their works, whether good or bad. They're going to be judged according to their works. Here's what I know for a certainty. I know this for a certainty. The fate of a believer after death is certain. The fate of someone who is an unbeliever is uncertain. I don't know. And yes, everybody's like, well, no, we do know. They're going to go into the lake of fire. With the study I've done personally, I can say I'm not 100% sure how that looks. Not 100% sure. I don't know everything about that. And you don't know everything about that. Whether you think you know everything about that or not, you don't know every single thing about it. All the details, I don't know. But I do know this, those who believe in Jesus and call him Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead, their salvation, their eternity is secure. Everyone else's who doesn't, who chooses not to believe, it's unsure. It's uncertain. Here, let, me use this, let me use an example here. In the, in the podcast we did, Should Christians Drink Alcohol? Man, I tell you, I enjoy that podcast. We use the example of Joe and Bill. And uh, I'm going to use that example again. Now, let's say Joe and Bill are believers. They're both believers, all right? Let's say Joe, he's saved. He's got a good relationship with God. Let's say that he, he's saved and he's just so happy about it. But he never does anything. He doesn't serve in the church. He doesn't witness to people, really. But he's got a good personal relationship with God. But he doesn't do anything. He doesn't sow into people, be generous, have a generous heart. He's, he's really kind of stingy, honestly, but he has a good relationship with God. He calls Jesus his Lord. Now, let's look at Billy. Now, Billy, he's saved, but he also, he also helps out any place that he can. He's one of the people that you see in the pictures of those who were handing out food during COVID-19, handing out food to those who were in need. He's doing that. He's reaching people. He's going on Zoom calls and encouraging his friends and telling them, man, we're going to make it out of this. We're going to be all right. I know it's crazy. And I know there's a new normal that we're going to go into, but we're going to make it. And he's doing things like that. And he's loving on people. He's being generous. He's not stingy. Now, let me ask you this. When this is all said and done in the light of what we know about rewards, when it's all said and done, will Joe get the same reward as Bill? Obviously not. Obviously not. Because Bill has done more. He has done more out of the place of salvation. He's not doing it to get to be right with God. He knows that his righteousness is not based on his works, but his reward is based on his works. But Joe, he's over here just being basically in terms of salvation, being a Christian, basically slothful, slothful, lazy. Lazy. I mean, he's over there on the couch singing John Jacob Jingerheimer Schmidt. I mean, he's not doing anything else. His name is my name, too. I got to finish that. He's not doing anything else other than that, though. He's just twiddling his thumbs like, all right, here we go. You know what I mean? But Bill, I'm telling you, there's a greater reward is what I'm trying to paint the picture to you. Now, let me use the unbeliever here. Let's say we got an unbeliever and his name is Wells. Right. And he he's not a righteous dude. He doesn't believe in God. Matter of fact, he if you would talk to him, you would feel like and think that he's an atheist. I mean, he doesn't believe in it. So but Wells is a good man. He's a good person. He does good things. He he, he he helps people any way that he can. Now, he doesn't want to hear about that Jesus stuff, but he does help people and he does love on people as as he knows best to do. Right. Because he doesn't have the love of God shed abroad in his heart because he hasn't received the Holy Spirit yet. But he does. He's a good person. Now, let me ask you this on that great day, on that great white throne judgment that we literally just read. When the books are open and they're judged according to their works, will Wells degree of punishment be the same as Hitler's degree of punishment? Obviously not. Hitler literally killed and murdered six million Jews. And God is a just God. It would not be just for God to give Wells the same amount of punishment as Hitler. It wouldn't be just. It wouldn't be right. Now, like I said, I don't understand fully what would go on between Wells and Hitler, but I do know this. One is going to be judged for the bad things that they've done. The other will be judged also by the good things that they have done. Like I'm saying, with this in mind, I feel like there's a lot that we really don't know about that great white throne judgment and that we won't know and, until we get there, until we're there, until we're around. Because I believe that that some of us, um, that will be there, that we'll see it. Now, let me move on here in Matthew 11, 21 and 24. I know this is sobering. Uh, no, I mean, this, this message doesn't necessarily make you want to run around like um, frequency did for me. Frequency got me really excited, tapping into God's faithfulness. It may, maybe not something like that, but I do believe that it's necessary for us to know that there is a reward. Matthew eleven twenty one 21 through 24, Jesus says, Woe to you, Kareza, woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works, keep that in mind, which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, They would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Watch this. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable or less punishment for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. Once again, the realm of departed souls. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in in Sodom. We're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah here. Sodomy, where a lot of this comes from, they were done in Sodom. It would have remained until this day. This is crazy. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable, less punishment for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. We see in verse 20 that he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. As we wrap it up, I'm gonna explain what what Carreza and all these different places are. Caesarea, Bethsaida, Capernaum are known as the Evangelical Triangle because they encompass the area where Jesus performed the most of his miracles, uh, confirming that he was the Christ. Indeed, he is the Christ. And we see here that they didn't believe; they rejected it. And he said, "It's going to be less punishment for Sodom." then it's going to be for you. You see that, how these degrees work here? Because they've tasted of that good gift. We talked about this in Once Saved, Always Saved in Hebrews 6. They they tasted of that good gift. They've seen these different things working and and manifesting, but they still refuse to repent. And Jesus is saying that the degree of punishment that's going to happen to you is going to be different than the degree of punishment that happened to Sodom. Because God is still a just God. Now, there's only one way into heaven. By the way, Jesus is the only way, but at the same time, we've got to remember that God is still a judge and he's a righteous judge. And if you can't get into heaven because you didn't believe because your belief that's going to determine where, but still your behavior will determine how he will still judge. Like I said, I don't claim to fully understand this, but I see it in scripture all throughout scripture. Your belief will determine how you spend eternity. The degree of punishment, For one who doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in Jesus, the degree of punishment for one will not be the same degree of punishment as it would be for another. Like I said, with Wells and Hitler, it would not be just for Wells to have the same degree of punishment that Hitler is going to get on that great day because he's still reserved in Hades. Uh, These people are still reserved. These people have not been judged yet. They're reserved. We got to remember that. I know I'm taking extra time to kind of bring this out because this isn't really taught that much. You've got to remember these people who have gone on some of the the evil people and the good people who didn't even receive Jesus. They are still in the place called Hades reserved for that great white throne judgment. We haven't got to that yet. These people have not been judged yet is what we got to remember. Just like our works haven't been judged yet. This is this is later on in the future. All right. They're reserved in Hades because once again, the believers, uh, eternal security is just that (laughs) secure. But the unbeliever, their fate is uncertain. I don't really know. And I can't claim to know all of what it's going to look like. All I know is I want to be on the certain bandwagon. I want to be on the certain side. I want to be at that great. I want to be at the judgment seat of Christ. I'm not that great white throne judgment. I want to be at the judgment seat of Christ. Man, let's wrap this up, man. I know this has been sobering, but notice he talks about this evangelical triangle and he talks about how these guys are going to, the degree of punishment is is not going to be the same for them as it was for Sodom and Gomorrah. Now we see in in Romans 2, 5 and 6, he says this in the New Living Translation, because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sins, watch this, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself for a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment notice the judgment will always be righteous because God is a righteous judge the righteous judgment will be revealed he will judge everyone according to what they have done it's all throughout scripture yet it's not being taught Matthew 6, verse 20, New King James says this. Remember, he said treasuring up, storing up for themselves, terrible punishment. Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 20 to us to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven where the moth and rust can't destroy and thieves can't break through and steal. You know, some believers, here's a question I want to ask. Will some believers receive a stricter judgment? The answer is yes. Every one of you listening to this podcast right now, you know a person who will receive a stricter judgment on that day. Me. I will. Not for my salvation. That's already been taken care of. But I will receive a judgment for what I teach. Let me show it to you. James 3 verse 1. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers because we shall receive a stricter judgment. And this I don't want to say the, the wrong word haunts is the wrong word, but for lack of a better word, this haunts me every time I hit record on a podcast because I know that Elijah Isaiah Merle is going to receive a stricter judgment on that day for the things that I teach. And it's important And I feel like some people behind the pulpit, they don't fully have a revelation of that. I'm just gonna leave that alone. Let's wrap it up with Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Hopefully, this has been an encouragement to you. I want it to be a little bit sobering because you know it's not all uh veg- it's not all um ice cream and uh, popsicles with God. I mean, there's some there's some vegetables that we've gotta eat. There's some meat in the word of God, there's some things that wake us up, some sobering things. I mean, this is right here. I feel like some people are are in this day, de- this grace induced coma where they feel like, okay, nothing I'm gonna do. Listen, I'm not going to be judged by my works. I'm saved. Yes, you are saved, but I'm telling you, I don't want you to get to heaven and then see me getting some rewards that I want you to, I want you to be in there with me. I want you to get these awards with me. These rewards with me is what I'm saying. I don't want you to be left behind where the rewards are concerned. Yeah, you'll be in heaven. You'll be shouting victory, but I want you to get the reward as well. Let's wrap it up. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. Let's go back to where we started. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace you've been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Keep reading, though. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, watch it now, for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You've got to remember this. Here's what you got to know you are not saved by your works. You are saved for good works. You are saved unto good works that God has already called and predestined for you to walk in. I'm telling you to take that talent that God has given you, to take that revelation of salvation, to take that and to be an example, to be a light, to love on people, to love God and love people. That's how this whole thing works. And I'm telling you, God will not forget the labor of love. We're doing it in love. We're not doing it out of obligation. We're doing it out of revelation. That's how it should all work. And I'm telling you, we can receive and we are going to receive. I believe by faith that every person listening to this podcast, along with me, we are going to receive a full reward. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you so much for this podcast. Each and every person listening. Father, we say that we are after the full reward. Father, we say that we are called and saved unto good works, that we should walk in them. Give us the, the, the faith. Give us the boldness to step out and do the things that you're calling us to do. So on that great day, we will receive a full reward and that we will build properly upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Guys, I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I know it was a little different, a little sobering, but I pray that it was an encouragement to you. Uh, Leave a like, leave a comment, leave a review. Let us know if this podcast is blessing you. My name is Elijah Merle. And remember this, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world.